Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. And Skiff Misara. And we're two Americans living in Sweden talking about yard work. <laughs> Shout out to yard work. <laughs> I forgot I had the loop uh, shortened up. I might make it a little bit longer. Do you do uh, yard work? Uh, no, I don't have a yard, man. I live I, in an apartment complex. Yeah. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I used to have a yard when I lived in Los Angeles. That was kind of nice. It was fun. You know what I do have? Tell me. I have a sound. You are not. You like Play to win the game. What's wrong with y'all? They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I have a soundboard. The soundboard's thing. back. Uh, I figured out how to get it working at home, and uh, I love it, man. It's awesome. I love it. Um, we didn't do this. Is the first time we did this. I kind of like it though. Actually, it, mm-hmm. it does take more of our time to do two uh, sessions like this, but to wait and then do it later, I kind of like it. You know, we didn't do, we recorded before the Monday night games because of how our schedules were. Right. And now we can talk about the Monday night games. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So because of the Monday night games, you took the lead and flip them and pick them. Um, mm. You you won both of the Monday night games, actually. Oh, wow. Um, you picked the Eagles to beat the Bucks, which happened. And then for some reason, I picked the Rams to beat the Bengals because I just felt like, uh, you know, I just felt like Burrow <laughs> was going to have a hard time with that wonky leg. Um well, you weren't wrong about that. They did just enough. We'll get to that. But maybe we start in Philly. Um, you know, this was an interesting one. You had the the plucky 2-0 Bucks led by White Geno. Uh, White Geno. And, and the Eagles, who were also 2-0, but not super convincingly. It kind of felt like a trap game to me for the Eagles. Um. Mm which turned out to be wrong. I turned out to be wrong, which doesn't happen very often. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think the Eagles are kind of funny. They, it, I mean, obviously they're 3-0 and now. Um, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, that they're less than convincing, myself included. But I'm starting to see something about this team now that we're three weeks in. I kind of feel like the Eagles are building something here. Yeah, uh, we have to keep in mind also, everybody should keep in mind that they have a, a new offensive coordinator and a, a new defensive coordinator. And it's just not going to be the same. No matter, it's not it's not the same. Mm. We're not going to see the same product that we saw last year. So I just think, they're, I just, they're coming around. I just think that the fact that they managed to be, you know, they're 3-0, and even though they haven't really played their best football yet. We think that. That's a little scary to me, I think. We think they haven't played their best football. This might be a situation of... But they are who we thought they were. You know what I'm saying? Could be. They could be revealing their true selves, man. They could be. However, this is back-to-back weeks where my man, former Bulldog, DeAndre Swift, has rushed for over 130 yards. Yeah. Um. You could obviously argue that the passing game has yet to sort of flash in the way that we expected. But offensively, you know, they've they've really dominated the time of possession in every game yeah. so far. Um, running the ball so much. 
which shows that they can grind a game out with the best of them. I mean, when you look at the total team stats, I mean, 472 yards to 174 yards in total, uh, almost 20 minutes more time of possession. The score was 25 to three before the Bucks ever found the end zone late in the game. Yeah. Um, and the Eagles. And it looked like it was going to be a close, fought out game as you watch yeah. it. Like at the beginning, it was like, okay, Bucks are trying to hang in, but then the Bucks just couldn't score. And I think that it, I, I honestly think it would have seemed like more of a blowout had it not been for this like otherworldly interception by Bucks DB D oh, yeah. Delaney at the goal line. That was a crazy interception. Um, and the Eagles. How, D, how did he get his feet down, man? I don't know, dude. It's like when you see uh, the, the the most impressive angle of it is from the pylon cam, where you see him just coming right at you, and yeah. he looks like he's just floating in the air. It's crazy. It's like a really cool camera angle. Um, and then of course the Eagles' defense. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not even really actually close to sorry. But my dogs. Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter are just out here destroying teams week after week. I mean, they they only allowed 41 total rushing yards. They got a couple of sacks, a pick, a safety, two forced fumbles. I mean, these, these dudes are all over the place. And that's while running for over 200 yards. Exactly. And obviously, we could talk about the Bucks, but I don't even really know why we would. I mean, they kind of feel like the true fake unbeaten team coming into this game. Well, they only um, had two victories. Yeah, but I mean, the breakdown of their drives in this game, and you know, it's never a good sign when I pull this stat. Punt, punt, <laughs> punt, field goal, interception, fumble, punt, safety, touchdown. That's it. Um and then, of course, again, just to make sure that the Bucks never touch the ball again, the Eagles take the last possession of the game on a 15-play, 68-yard drive and ate up all nine minutes and 22 seconds that were left on the clock. Wow. I mean, the scoreline doesn't, score doesn't really scream blowout, but in my opinion, yeah. it, it, this yeah, was... it was a one-sided affair. It was dominated. They were dominated by the Eagles. It was like uh, cheating on your wife while masturbating. One-sided affair. <laughs> I don't know if that works. I'm trying Work, to <clears throat> workshop it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to picture it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm trying. You know, the immediate thing I thought of was you know the scandal with the what is it the Falwells Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife Becky yeah. was having sex yeah. with the pool boy while he's in the the husband's in the corner jerking off. Mm. Is that cheating? Or your wife's cheating on you while you're no. jerking off in the corner? Yeah. That doesn't. That is kind of a one-sided affair, I guess. That's a great story for anybody who's interested in it. It's, yes, uh, it's weird. The, you seen uh, a documentary they did? A little documentary about it. I haven't seen that, but I listened to it. There's a podcast called um, "What's It Called?" Gangster Capitalism, and oh, and good. they do like a whole multi-episodic breakdown of Oof. of that how well they fa- fell of that Fallwell organization. It's very <laughs> very interesting. Yeah, uh, that's really all I have for this game. I, I, I'm actually kind of I, I'm of the position that we have not seen the Eagles play their best game yet, and I think that's probably yeah. a good thing for them. Um, I agree. I'm a little I scared th- about our Cowboys uh, division pick. Yeah, yeah, because the cow to me the Cowboys are starting to show us that they might be who we have thought they were for the last. But they are year. who we thought they were. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that might be a true one. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Rams play the Bengals in a what can only be described as a foot race to the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. what they were. Oof. Yeah, that Burrow. Was Burrow was a game time decision. He decided to mm-hmm. play um, in the post game interview. I think he said something like, "I, I, yeah, it was a the risk of re injuring the leg was real." Um, but he felt like it was not as bad as the risk of going zero and three. Um, Ooh. and he just Showing felt a lot like of he... faith in Browning. Mm, yeah, exactly. Um, he didn't have a great game. He all he just had to be serviceable and get the ball out of his hands quick, right. and let Big Lou, uh, the defensive coordinator, basically take care of the rest. 
Yes. Um, the Bengals boy, D had a they they had a night. They sacked my man, former Bulldog Matthew Stafford, six times. They picked him off twice, made mm. two big goal to go stops, and held the Rams to one and eleven on third downs. Wow. Um, Logan Wilson had two interceptions. He he had both of the interceptions. Um, I mean, that being said, one of the promising signs for Burrow is that he was able to get the ball to Jamar Chase, who did not score a touchdown, but he did have 12 receptions, 15 targets, 141 yards. So, you know, um, and T Higgins had a big drop in this game that probably would have been a touchdown too. would have made this a little more more convincing. I think had he caught that ball. Um, I felt like the Bengals won this game by playing like the team that they currently are rather than trying to play like the team that they expect to be. Well said. If that makes sense. Um, I mean, they're playing with a quarterback who's seriously limited in his movements. So we saw a lot of dink and dunk. And uh, Joe Mixon ran the ball quite a bit. He had a really nice touchdown run. Um, I mean, they need him. They need Joe Mixon right now more than they need anyone. I I would argue that Joe Mixon might be the most important person on the offensive side of the ball right now uh, so that hopefully Joe Burrow can get healthy. Yeah. as for the Rams, I they just I feel like they need more from their offensive line. Six that sacks is one thing, but Stafford was under pressure all night long. The first pick was a rushed throw because the pocket was collapsing. Yeah. Uh, and the second one was tipped. The run game was non-existent. Not at um, all. Oof. But it's Anarumo, man. That's true. But I will say this. The Rams do continue to look like they are much better than most people anticipated. Yeah. Um, because even in a less than stellar performance, Stafford was still managing to get the ball to Puka Nakua, to a Tutu Atwell, Tyler Higby. All three of them had pretty decent games. Yeah. Uh, and word is that Cooper Cup is pretty close to being able to make his return. Um, oh, watch out, everybody. Not this week, but probably next week. So if they get that offensive line up to speed and they give Stafford a little more time with all those weapons, I mean, the Rams could be pretty dangerous, I think. A lot more than we thought they would be. So the way the AFC North is shaping out, shaping up, the Bengals are still at the bottom. True. One and two. And the rest of the teams are two and one in that division. <clears throat> so, but that's what, But that's why I think I think winning this game is going to be huge. I mean, you know, everybody talked about how the Bengals started out last year 0-2, so it wasn't a big deal. But if you go forward into the season a little bit from last year, they actually started the year 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. Uh, and then I think they – I'm not sure if they lost another game for the rest of the year. Maybe they lost one more game. Yeah, they went um, on a good streak at the end. So, you know, it, as long I, – I just really – I. These calf injuries, I've had them before. I, I've I've blown out both of my calf muscles before, and it it takes a while to get right. Um, and they're very easy to re-injure. So, I don't think they're out of the woods yet. That's the part that has me. I want to believe that the Bengals can turn this around and be a legitimate playoff contender. Um, but the Burroughs situation playoffs? Is, don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? His his calf is 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 I think something to continue to be worried about if you're a Bengals fan. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, hmm? uh, so what's uh, so that's that wraps up the week three. Those yeah. games. What is what's going on around the league as we <clears throat> get into week four and start uh, making our preparations and all that? Well, news-wise, I guess we have a few things to hit. Some of the things I feel like we've sort of mentioned them, but I don't remember exactly. We, I guess we hint, Rams traded running back Cam Akers to the Vikings. Um, hmm. just I did days, not hear that. Just days after this weird, vague report that Akers showed a lack of respect for the culture of the Rams organization, whatever that means. Um, I would love to hear a few more specifics on that. Um, anyway, the Vikings get acres 
and a conditional seventh round pick while the Rams get a conditional sixth round pick. I'm not sure what the, what the actual conditions are. Um, I mean, this happened Wait, ahead of like, was he like, he was mean to somebody. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't say, I mean, this is obviously carrying over from last year. This was, you know, he was, yeah. they he was, he and McVay were not getting along last year and, McVeigh apparently was able to talk him off the ledge last year, and he came back and had a pretty good second half of the season. Did, but, yeah. but I, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. The Rams feel like they have something in this kid, Kieran Williams. I um, think it's more that. So they can't put up with Cam Maker shit anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's just another example of how running backs are kind of expendable at the moment. Yeah. Um. We'll see. I don't know. He went to the Vikings ahead of the week three game, but I don't think he played yet. So we'll see how if they use him or how they use him. I mean, the Vikings are obviously having issues with, <clears throat> you know, Alexander Madison, who finally actually had a pretty good game in week three. He so, did. Um, so we'll see. I don't Maybe know. Maybe they have a nice little committee there. The other one is Kareem Hunt returning to the Browns after the Nick, Nick Chubb knee injury. Mm. Um, Saw that. He rolled up to the stadium in in week three wearing a Nick Chubb jersey, which I thought was pretty cool on yeah, his part. Um, we'll see how they manage to use him. They, they seem to have found something in this rookie that they have as well. Um, the other report was that Jonathan Taylor is kind of sort of soon off of the kind of physically unable to perform list, but uh, the reports are that he doesn't plan to play another snap for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Damn. And the Browns are probably the most likely suitor, given that they just lost Nick Chubb. Um, Jonathan Taylor and that defense. We might have picked the wrong squad to win that division. If he winds up in Cleveland, that that, that could be a wrap. <laughs> um <clears throat> Let's see what else. Um, XFL's AJ McCarron signs uh, <laughs> a contract with the Bengals. He's on the practice squad. Obviously, they're went to looking Alabama, for, right? Yeah, went to Alabama. Uh, they're looking for some quarterback depth. Um, I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see if A.J. McCarron it's is taking an, meaningful it's a, it's snaps for the Bengals this year. Um, <laughs> the Jets saga continues to be very interesting. Uh, they, mm. Yo, they're they, about to lose that locker room, bro. <clears throat> completely. about to lose I, that locker room. I, I don't know. I, he may have already lost it. The, there are some yeah. anonymous reports that the defensive players are, are pretty pissed off about Robert Sala backing – Wilson is their number one quarterback, uh, claiming he's that doing quote, it, uh, he he's saying, quote, he gives us the best chance to win. Right, right. I actually think that Robert Sala is being kind of held hostage in this situation. I agree. I think the team's the, not trying to go spend money for real. They feel like they've invested already with Rodgers and the, the bank's closed. And, and I he feel, has to pretend as a, he knows the responsible thing to do as a coach is to play the best player, but he feels like he can't get somebody else in there when that is the right thing to do. So that does suck for him. But that don't mean he won't lose a locker room. <clears throat> yeah. They just can't um, blame him when it happens. No. Um, and then they made, uh, obviously, another half-ass measure by signing Trevor Simeon to their practice squad. Um, I, I I honestly don't know. Remember I mean, there's Sean Watson wanted. Uh, he he kind of he didn't say it straight up, but he wanted a black coach. Remember that shit mm-hmm. in Houston, and yep. then they were kind of trying to call his bluff a little bit. He brought in they brought in a consultancy firm. The consultancy mm. firm suggested a coach that happened to be black, and then they said, "All right, thank you for your work," and then they. Tried to hire, who was it? I forget who it was. Somebody from the from the Patriots or some shit. It, they tried to hire a guy that they already had in the building. Yeah, uh, fuck was his name? He was a former quarterback. He's now 
on he's now an assistant to Frank Wright with the Panthers. I can't think okay. of his name right now, but he's I think he's a quarterback coach for the Panthers. Yeah, they tried uh, to make that the coach, and then that's when it all started with Deshaun Watson trying to leave. So then they put a Band-Aid on it by hiring a light-skinned black guy. Josh McCown? David. Is that who it is? Uh, maybe it was. I don't remember who it was. I, I just remember, remember the stuff I saw, I didn't say it named. It was more of like Deshaun <clears throat> Watson's pissed, and they brought in yeah. David Cullens, I think his name was, the yeah. coach. Knowing goddamn well. That wasn't the best thing for the team, but they were just hmm. like, "Well, he's black," which right. is even more racist in the end. Yeah, and then uh, it didn't solve the relationship. And I said all of that to say this is the same exact thing as they're doing by bringing in uh, whoever the Jets brought in. It's like Tra- it's Trevor Simeon. Need. Yeah, mm-hmm. Trevor Simeon is not what they need. Mm-mm. Even Mm-mm. I know it's old, but Kaepernick's out here trying to play. Mm. Uh, that's probably better than Simeon. It gives you another dimension. I mean, I know it's uh, he's sort of a punchline at this point, but I even I mean, I think Carson Wentz would be a better Carson option. Carson Wentz would be better. Yes. The other people that are available and then Wentz and Kaepernick, they don't need a trade of any sort. You can mm-hmm. sign them off the street. The mm-hmm. only thing that'll stop you from doing that is just not one to open up the checkbook. I know mm. well, uh Kaepernick, it makes sense not to try to bring him because of all of the stuff associated with it and the drama and stuff. Sure. But Carson Wentz, there's no excuse. No. And you, in the end, you can say we tried. If it, if it blows up in your face, well, he's better. He's he's not going to be worse than Zach Wilson. There is also this very like kind of ridiculous, unrealistic. I, just, I don't even. It's I don't even think it's a rumor. It's just something that people are hoping will happen. Kirk Cousins is playing on the last year of his deal and will be a free agent at the end uh, of the year. And so yeah. people are like, "Oh, what if they got Kirk Cousins?" And it's like, I, I don't. There, I think there's zero chance of that happening. If he goes through the year and somehow Saul is still the coach and the situation is still the same, somehow the locker room doesn't change and Zach Wilson is still trash, then Aaron Rodgers will be back. Exactly. After an Achilles tear. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. It's, it's not, it's, it's zero care about the people in their locker room. I mean, the Jets are always under a lot of pressure because of the market that they play in. But right now, yeah. even more so, they're being just brutally on a 24 hour basis being accused of just gross mismanagement of that yeah. franchise. Um, and that's so. a very special defense, man. Hmm. That's a yeah. special defense. And yeah, I agree. They, they beat Buffalo in week one. Yep. Um, all right, we got a little injury news. We got Saints def- uh, defense loses starting safety Marcus May to a substance abuse suspension. Oh. Uh, that's not an injury. That's a suspension. That's on that shit. That boy on that shit. <laughs> uh, Cowboys uh Star cornerback Trayvon Diggs tore his ACL in practice yeah, last week man. and is That's out it. for the season. Um, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people trying to use that as an excuse for why they lost to the Cardinals. I don't really no, buy that. No. Um, I don't think he's he's not that important to the defense. No, I think they got complacent. And, uh, yeah, it was inexcusable, though, to lose to the Cardinals, but their offense didn't adjust at all. Hmm. And they weren't um, ready for it. Like, the Cardinals were going they were going at them. I mean, I don't know. You say what you will about Josh Dobbs. I think he's played pretty well, but I, I think more impressively has been uh, James Conner. That, yeah. that, guy's, that guy's running with a chip on his shoulder. He's, yep. he's playing really well. Um. Saquon Barkley, who we thought it was so funny when he first got injured, they were like, "Oh, it's he's fine. It's just a normal ankle sprain." We're like, "What the fuck is that?" And then two days later, they come out and say, "Oh, it's actually a high ankle sprain." <laughs> oh shit! Um, they say that he's he apparently it's still I I don't know. They say it's not that severe. Uh, he there is some chance that he could play this week, um, but it's seeming like it might be doubtful. What about Carr? You mentioned the Saints. I was waiting, waiting to hear about something from Carr. Yeah, Carr is, uh, he was it's on the list. shoulder injury, right? <clears throat> yep. Derek Carr is week to week with an AC shoulder joint sprain. 
um, that he sustained in last week's game against the Packers. Um, not sure, not really sure how long it's going to take for him to get back into action. Certainly it sets up for an interesting game this week because you have, you'll have Jameis Winston starting for the saints going up against his old team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so that's always that was one. Uh, that was one player that I thought the Jets should explore, but now he looks even mm. more important to the Saints. <clears throat> oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think Bridgewater's another one. I yeah, where is he? Up. I forget. He is, I want to see. He is somewhere. Yeah, I saw him in the preseason. I can't remember. I Giants? Forget. Yeah, Giants, right? Hmm, maybe. Um, with the Giants. The other uh, very unfortunate injury news, Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Chargers, is out for the season due to a torn ACL. Um, Damn. That's, that's a tough one for them. Luckily, they have they have quite a few wide receiver options. Um They've got a couple of good guys over there. And they have this rookie, Quinnen Johnson, I think is his name, who um, hasn't really done much through the first three games. So it'll be interesting to see if he yeah. if he starts showing up all of a sudden. Um, there's also some good news for the Saints. Uh, Alvin Kamara is back with the team. Uh, after serving oh, his nice. suspension for beating yeah. the living shit out of a dude last year, yeah. uh, the night before the Pro Bowl game, he is back in the lineup, and I'm assuming is going to take over the number one running back role for the New Orleans Saints. We'll see how that goes. Nice. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater uh, plays for the <laughs> Detroit Lions. Oh, <clears throat> uh, okay. Hmm. I was thinking of uh, the other black dude. Oh, boy. They all look alike. There they you go again. Like. It's the Racist. older guy. He plays for the Giants. <laughs> Tyrod uh, Ty, Tyra Taylor. Oh, yeah. The unluckiest quarterback that ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. He was ready over there, man. He's going to take the Chargers to a whole new world. <laughs> uh, there's also good news um, for Nick Chubb, who obviously, for anybody who saw the screenshots, it was pretty uh, gruesome. Um, but also kind of surprising to find out that it's uh, it's a torn MCL uh, and it's not going to be considered a career-ending injury. I believe they're saying that it'll be like a seven- to eight-month recovery time, which will put him on pace to be uh, back for week one of next season. So that's good for him. Good for him, man, because that didn't uh, look like a MCL. No, it it looked like a total annihilation. Uh, that was the worst his... on Madden. I had a, <laughs> I remember I had a team on Madden. I was doing a franchise, and then somebody got injured, and it just said out for career. <laughs> oh, shit! It took my, somebody's career from me. I was like, it's my top running back. Oh man! Um, the Bears continue to be a bit of a dumpster fire. I don't really know what to make of this story, but. <laughs> Uh, defensive coordinator Alan Williams, we already said that he had sort of surprisingly kind of resigned out of nowhere. Initially, they said it was what they always say, just been focused on his health and spend time with his family. But apparently it has something to do with inappropriate activity inside the building. Mm. Um, But that's kind of all we know at this point. Okay. Um, Yeah. Um. And then I don't know if anybody cares about this, but um, this past week, the NFL has been um, sort of basking in the afterglow of the Taylor Swift effect, having um, confirmed that she uh, apparently is dating Travis Kelsey. Um, The most notable effect of this is that Travis Kelsey jersey sales have spiked 400%. I saw that. Um. And the and 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 Chiefs v Bears was the highest rated game of the weekend, <laughs> which is bizarre. A blowout um, with one team that just doesn't really isn't ready to play. It's been very wow. funny uh, to I think Saga, Saga mentioned to me that it's been popping up on her 
social media feeds, all these videos of, of girls asking their boyfriends, like, how excited are they that Taylor Swift has now put Travis Kelsey on, on the map? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they kind of freak out. Um, but I guess, in a way, I guess you kind of have to say it's a little true. Like he, It's a different, yeah. You expose, I mean, uh Taylor Swift is getting exposed to a lot of people that didn't know much about her either way. Yeah. I, we knew her, I, but we, you know. We do not care. I, yeah, I, I officially do not care that they're dating. Um, but I think that we're going to have to put up with this for a little while. There's already a report that she will be at. Uh, she will be at the Jets Chiefs game this weekend. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm done. So I think this, if you, if you hate this, just, I don't know. Buckle up yeah. because I think it's just getting started. Yeah, man. That'll be the last time that I address it. The final piece of news is that they have announced the headliner for this year's Super Bowl will be none other than Mr. Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta's own. That's right. From the A. My man from the A, Usher. I, I wish I could. I, I can't even. I, ca- I can't even name a single Usher song. Get out of here, man! I really, really, really can't. I bet if I heard one, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I heard that." You don't know my way. Maybe. You I've remind no me. You remind me of a girl that I. <laughs> you don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that no, one I know. Song. That's the oh, yeah. Saga played one for it. That one I know with Little John. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one I know. Let's play a little game. <laughs> we should play a game called "Is This a Usher Song or Another Artist?" <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have known. I guess if I, I would have prepared prepared better. I guess I have to listen to some. I, I just really I don't know. This it's is just, great, man. He's never. I know who he is. I obviously know he's from Atlanta. I just he's never. Whenever he sort of popped off, whenever that was when he first got big, I, I must have been into something. He's been in a game a long time, time, man. Since the nineties, I know, I know. He came out I know, as a teenager. I, he was like a the fourteen when he was got discovered or whatever. <sighs> If he came out in the late before our eyes. If he came out in the late nineties, I was definitely not listening to that kind of like I was oh, more I was always very much into like the old school like like soul. Soul R and B and even older, like Muddy Waters, blues, oh, that okay. kind of stuff. Like I was always into that. And when for me, Usher represents like kind of like sort of the same problem that I had with country music when it stopped, when mm. it started to sound more like pop music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the when R and B, I just, I'm not, I never got into it. So I guess maybe Usher was something I never cared for. Mm. Um, but you got some jams, man. But I could, I don't know. I'm, I'm older now. I can maybe go back and appreciate what he has to offer. I'm not sure. I we'll mean, see. if you ever get tired of uh, having sex in silence, then Usher is a good thing to put on. <laughs> I don't know if I, I like to concentrate. I need total silence. <laughs> and I need all the lights on so I can yeah. see what I'm doing. <laughs> see what I'm doing. Focus. <laughs> yeah. One sock on. Tradition. Sometimes I even put on my reading glasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. The clitoris. There you are. Oh, there you are. There you are. <laughs> okay. Zeroing in on clitoris. <laughs> but yeah, Usher's going to perform... That's good. It's a, I think it's always good to have an artist that has a lot of hits, and mm. Usher does, and mm-hmm. uh, he'll make it fun. Where's the Super Bowl at this year? Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's got a show in Vegas right now. Maybe that's why. Yeah, that He's was got... what the article said. It said that rumors started to swirl when he extended his Vegas residency. and yeah, so. oh, Okay. Because yeah. uh, have you heard the drama? Okay, you haven't heard it. You remember the movie Aquila and the Bee? No, I do not. It's a movie about this little black girl 
you know, learns uh, or is, is good at spelling and then they put her in a spelling bee and she's black mm. and it shocks everybody and all this stuff. Mm. The actress from Akilah and the Bee is Kiki Palmer. Mm. So in the black community, we're like, oh, that's that's Akilah. She's, uh, she's growing up and she's doing movies and stuff, but she's growing up and she's become an attractive lady. Mm. Uh, and she's in like, you know, in stuff now in movies and TV shows and shit. Uh, but now she's all grown up. And she went to an Usher concert, and Usher likes to like you know it's a lot a lot of celebrities that is it was an Usher concert in Vegas you know what I mean mm. a lot of celebrities go to that and he'll find he does stuff um, as part of the show he'll incorporate the celebrities that are at the show this shit goes viral people know he's got the show you know how that works mm-hmm. and she was there and she had a kind of revealing dress on mm. and her baby daddy made a tweet about it like. It's the dress, though. You're a mom or something like that. Like, slut-shaming his baby's mother for the what fuck? she wore. Even though he was just jealous because Usher had her swooning. You know what I mean? And uh, so they're not together anymore. And mm. everybody uh, uh, harassed the hell out of this guy. And then Usher put her in his next video. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I haven't seen the video yet, but yeah, that was the latest thing about Usher. Yeah, she... She's in his video called Boyfriend. Yeah. Wow. Song That's about her boyfriend. Yeah. Poor not guy, so, man. Not so subtle diss. <laughs> <laughs> Let's little... keep your mouth shut, man. Let your lady have fun. Don't it's get a little... all jealous. Keep that shit oh. in, man. Hold that shit oh. in. On the nose. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be called Boyfriend Jealous Because of Vegas Show. But that was too long of a title. So this <laughs> Your boyfriend's trash. <laughs> Your light skinned boyfriend, who's also a personal trainer, is trash. <laughs> uh, but anyway, enough about Usher. Is that all the mm. news? That is all the news, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, it's time to get to our flip them and pick them. Um, brought to you by Brisket and Friends. Brisket and Friends! It's the uh, best barbecue in Stockholm. Brisket and Friends barbecue so good, make your mama slap your grandma. Let's get to it. The Brisket and Friends flip them and pick them uh, game that I'm winning my, right now. The, the score right now, I have it up here. 26 somewhere. to 22. Yep, 26 to 22. I know that electronically. Because this electronic spreadsheet here calculated it for me. All I had to screw, do was scroll. <laughs> Skips skip, <laughs> writing on paper, baby. Uh, I believe it's my turn to flip. Yes, it is. Uh, okay. Okay, here we are. Good old American quarter. And uh, you'll be calling it in the air. Are you ready, Mr. Rollins? Oh, wait. You're flipping for me. Okay. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. let's go. All right. Heads. Heads don't fail me now. Heads it is. Mm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go first. Okay. Uh, And, yeah, you can go after... Oh, no. Shit. Is it too late to switch? I want you to go first. I changed my mind. I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go first. Uh, 
right. Um, <clears throat> first game is a very tricky one. Um, yes. Great storyline going into this game. Detroit Lions versus the Green Bay Packers on Thursday Night Football. This is a bit of a revenge game. If you remember, the Lions knocked the Packers out of the playoffs on the last mm-hmm. game of the season last year. And I guess you could argue basically ended the Aaron Rodgers era in Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. <clears throat> Lions beating the Packers again would send a pretty strong message that they are here for the NFC North. Um, and I actually think that that is going to happen. I think the Lions are going to beat the Packers. Mm. I could see that too. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> I got to say, Jacksonville is going to beat Atlanta. I want Atlanta to win this game, so I hope I'm wrong. But I just feel like I can't see the Jacksonville going one and three. Mm. Um, programming note, this game will be taking place in London, which yeah. means that for those of us over here in Europe, um, game yeah. starts at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, man. Get y'all's uh, picks in. Your, your fantasy lineup set up. I have a quick bone to pick. With the NFL. Okay. And most specifically with NFL media. I watch a lot of, you know, NFL media. And for three solid weeks, they have been promoting that the NFL is coming back to London. And every time they run one of these commercials, they completely leave this game out of the commercial. They say, oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are coming back to London October 8th against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, like They just act like this game's not even happening. I'm like, fuck you, NFL. Fuck you. Mm. Anyway. I'm glad you got that off your chest, man. I'm in my feelings. Uh, next up, <laughs> we got uh, the Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills. Man, talk about a It's a good one. This is a good one right here. Um, hmm. I mean, obviously, it's scary to play a team like the Dolphins the week after they put up 70 points, but the Bills have a pretty good defense this year. Uh, so I do not expect them to blow anybody out. But I do actually – I expect the Dolphins to win this game. I really do. I think they need to. I think they really need to win this game. I'm picking the Dolphins. All right. What did we call this next game? What did we call it? Was it- A shit bowl brought to you by Xlex. <laughs> no, we said more than that. We said that it was the uh, <laughs> the Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah, the Caleb Williams, uh, Caleb Williams shit bowl. Yeah. <laughs> He might stay. Somebody said he might stay in the league if the Bears get the first pick. I mean, he might said stay that. in the NCAA. He Nuh-uh. said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't say that specifically about the Bears. He just said that. I don't mind playing again, so don't don't take <laughs> for me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so you said you think the Dolphins win? Yep. I think that the uh, – uh, in this shit bowl, I got to go with the Broncos. I think the Bears are the worst team in the NFL. And uh, anybody in Eliminator Survivor Leagues, this might be a, a good one to pick so you can mm. knock out a Broncos victory and uh, st- and save your better teams for later. Mm. Um, next up, we got the Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns. Um, this is obviously a division rivalry. It's going to be a tough one, man. It's a sexy game. This is, it's like one of those, like, kind of like tough, sexy games, you know, Mm -hmm. like BDSM. Yeah. Bondage. Or or like two, like extremely overweight people having sex. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like injuries could take place. Kind of sex. 
Yeah. Um, sweat, sweat before penetration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Um, I am tempted to take the Ravens because I think they have the better offense. But I'm actually going to take the Cleveland Browns because, honestly, you know, everybody's out here talking about the 49ers and the Cowboys having the best defenses in the NFL. The Cleveland Browns have the best defense, and it's not even close. Yeah, man. I, I looked up the stats. The Cleveland Browns, yards allowed on defense, 491 so far. The next closest team has 759 yards allowed. I mean, this team is just shutting people down completely. Um, I'm going to go defense on this one. I'm going Browns. And they, they gave up 26 points to the Steelers, but they were turning the ball over. Wasn't that the main thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They shut mm. out the Bengals, too. Shut, I mean, damn, they shut out the Bengals. Yeah, man, they're balling. Mm-hmm. All right, then the uh, Titans and the Bengals. I think we got us an upset here, man. I think the Titans are going to take down the Bengals. Is this considered an upset? Hmm. Let's see. According to this uh, pick skin pick them, it's an upset, but maybe not. Um, The Bengals are favored by two, so I would okay. say no. No. All right. I'll take my air horn back. I just think the Titans are going to win. I think if you got a quarterback that's not his full potential, then that'll be exploited by, by Vrabel. I think you're probably right. Um, yeah. Let's see. Next up, we got the Rams going up against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Colts have been playing hard. Um, but I still I still believe that the Rams are are, again – Better than anybody ever anticipated for the year. Uh, I think I think they're going to win this football game. I'm going to go Rams. I agree with that. Bucks Saints. That's another team with a surprisingly good defense, the Saints. Hmm. And I think uh, it's going to be a little bit of a revenge game for Jameis Winston. There's also the Baker Mayfield factor. I think the Saints are going to win a close one in this one. I got to go Saints on this. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, next up, we have Eagles versus Commanders. Um, this one would qualify as an upset. The Eagles are mm. favored by eight. Okay. Um, but with that Eagles defensive line and the fact that Sam Howell is getting sacked like five or six times a game. Ain't going to happen. Eagles are going to win this. All right. The Vikings and the Panthers in Carolina. The Vikings are desperate back against the wall. They get a chance to possibly go up against a rookie quarterback. We'll see if they do. If not, it's Andy Dalton. Um. I'm going to go with the Vikings to finally get one in the W column. Both teams 0-3. Yeah, man. A shit bowl brought to you by (laughs) X-Lex. Adam Thielen revenge game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like anybody cares. Uh, (laughs) uh, Next up, we got Steelers versus the Texans. Uh, man, these these Texans also way better than most people thought they were going to be. Yeah, um, they got the real quarterback in the draft, as I've said before. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a couple of really good receivers. Nico Collins and uh, Tank Dell have been kind of showing out. Yeah. Um, Sounds like an upset alert. I think it could be an upset. That being said. <laughs> I just have a hard time betting against the Steelers. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going Steelers. I think the Steelers ran up against two good teams at the beginning of the season that nobody thought was as good as they are. And now we're realizing that these That's teams a good are point. Good. I like that point. Hmm? 
They played the Browns and the 49ers, and everybody's like, Kenny Pickett, what's wrong with him? And it's like, he played the Browns and the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, he played the two best defenses in the league, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so you went Steelers, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Raiders versus Chargers. These are two of the hottest seats in the leagues, coach-wise. Coach mm. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. I feel like if the Chargers lose this game, everybody's going to be – whoever loses, everybody's going to ask for their heads. So this is mm. going to be desperation from the coach side. I, I want to predict – this will be my bold prediction. I'll just get it out the way now. There will not – there will be multiple irresponsible fourth down conversion attempts. <laughs> <laughs> I can put a number on it. There will be four – Fourth down conversion attempts when you thought a punt team was going to come out. Full <laughs> prediction from two desperate coaches. Desperation bowl. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patriots Cowboys, who you got? Yeah, but you Probably didn't say who really was going to win. Game. You didn't say who oh, was going to win. I, I thought I got out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, that doesn't count. No, it does not count. I'm predicting a tie. No, I'm going to predict uh, Chargers win this game. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Um, Patriots, Cowboys. Yeah. Dallas is favored by six and a half. Ooh. 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 Is he going to do it? Is it? Um. Oof. But I you really trusted want... Mac Jones, man. See, that's it's good enough for Belichick. Is good enough for you. <laughs> that's the only thing that's preventing me from picking it as the upset. Uh, yeah. Over here, flicking people in the nuts. Did you hear that story? Yes, I saw the clip too. Can't that really dirty see motherfucker. it. You can't see it, but you know it's true. Yeah, yeah. Why would he lie? Mm. Man, okay. Mm. You know what? Fuck it. I'm taking the upset. Patriots beat the Cowboys. Ooh. All right. Speaking of upsets, the Cardinals are playing the 49ers. Josh Dobbs is looking great. Cardinals are overachieving. Stop it. They've already taken down the Cowboys. Let's just keep this thing going, man. <laughs> nah, I gotta go with the 49ers on this one and what's probably gonna be a waxing. And uh 49ers yeah. are favored by 14 points. <laughs> I would uh I wouldn't I wouldn't say they'll win by 14 though. I think I'd take the points on that because the Cardinals are better than than we thought. Hmm. However, in this next game <laughs> Yeah. Next game uh, the Chiefs are going to MetLife Stadium to play the Jets. Is this a Monday night game? This is a Sunday night game. Okay. So there's only there's one only, Monday game this week. There's only one Monday night game this week. Okay. The writer's yeah. strike is over, by the way. I saw that. Good. Congrats, man. Yeah. Um, hopefully that will have a positive effect on my life somehow. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Um, the Jets, uh, I don't think having Patrick Mahomes coming to town will have a positive effect on their lives. I think (laughs) that they are going to be absolutely reeling uh, after they get curb stomped by the Chiefs. Damn. uh, And continue to answer questions about why you're rolling Zach Wilson out as your quarterback. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Jets are losing this one. Hmm. All right. I'm going to say the Seahawks are going to – I think the Giants are getting, like, karma from last year. They got a little more than they should – you know, they got that mm. inflated thing. And yeah. this, the coming down to earth has been faster and harder than we thought, but it's going to continue this week when the Seahawks beat the brakes off the Giants, man. <laughs> I think they might get their offense looking better because the Seahawks' defense is kind of suspect, but that's about it. Maybe they'll mm. leave like feeling like, okay, we're not as – as bad as we've been looking. But they're going to lose. Geno Smith revenge game. Didn't he used to play for the Giants? Yeah. He played for the Jets. I think he played a season for the Giants too. 
Did he? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's a uh, Tyrod Taylor. I don't know. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor bench uh, bench game. You know the line on this game is even. That's weird. Very. I think the Seahawks are better. That that's. Maybe I guess maybe in New York playing. Yeah, they're they're playing in New York. Uh, that might be why I don't know, but I think the Seahawks mm-hmm. are. They got to be at least four points better than them. You would think so. Hmm. Maybe we Especially with no Saquon. Yeah. We mentioned a few uh, lines or whatnot. Those of you that are interested in our betting escapades, you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash FNFL to follow our betting journey. So far, we have still never missed a bet. So you can do, <laughs> you can do like us and uh, get rich like us. We don't work anymore. We just bet. Yeah. No, but check us out. It's fun. We uh we make a voyager on every game and makes the uh, watching the game more fun from our perspective. Also, we invited last week's leader in the Flip 'em and Pick 'em to make a mm-hmm. a bet with us that did not turn out. Yeah. It, yeah, his bet was uh he, he led us the wrong way. So, thankfully, he's no longer the leader. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Nathan. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas. I'm sorry. I said his name wrong and everything. Thanks for nothing, Nathan. <laughs> Maybe we put the bet wrong. Maybe. <laughs> no, but we missed something else, too, to be no, fair. We, we did. We did. There was we another. Yeah. We had the, oh, we had the Cowboys. As we did a parlay, and his bet was wrong, but so was our Cowboys pick, too. His bet was wrong. <laughs> Our bet was wrong. Was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a new leader. Uh, I'm in tenth place. So I'm, I'm I'm hanging in there, man. I'm only a few games back. I'm in twenty fifth place, dude. I'm way I'm behind. Step the game up, Skip. I had a uh, terrible week one. So Jared Golf MVP is now our uh, his real name Elmar. Elmar, you're invited to join us to make our parlay bet for our big parlay for the uh, for the Sunday game. Mm. Or just for the weekend after the Thursday games, we get together on mm. Sunday. We try to figure something out. So you're more than welcome to uh, to join us, or just send it in. If you don't want to come on the air, you could just send it in, and we'll uh, we'll add your bet to our parlay, or you can help us figure it out. Uh, and maybe since you know so much, since you're so smart, yeah, uh, then you can help us out. Although it's pretty tight at the top. Yeah, I man. mean, it's really tight. It's very competitive at the top. Yeah, uh, Nicholas was uh he was pretty far ahead, and then he just had a bad week this past week. So it's 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 up there, man. It's a uh, ESPN picks can pick them. Hmm. Uh, twenty twenty three, Spinnerfell twenty twenty three. That's our group and making these picks. <clears throat> uh, we got some surprises before we get out of here. The uh, Barry White sexiest matchup. I think we probably have the same one. Who do you so got? I could. All right, mine is going to be – it's a sexy game for me and everybody else. It's weird that it's not the Sunday night game, but I understand. It's uh, sometimes when you, – you ever watch these videos where you try to see different predatory animals face each other off and fight? Mm-hmm. Even though those videos don't exist, it's just some guy, some nerd with a theory mm-hmm. <laughs> on all of them. Because I want to see a bear fight a shark. I want right. to see a crocodile go up against a tiger, but mm. of course that's not out there. Uh, and this is going to be that type of game because I would love to see a buffalo have sex with a dolphin. <laughs> would would the dolphin be like, "No, not in my blowhole"? You know what I'm saying? It's like you never, you never right. know, man. And uh, that's why I'd like to see these two animals getting at it. And uh, I think the sexiest matchup of the week is going to be. The Buffalo Bills lubing up a dolphin and see, take it out and show how big it is. Hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. That's a good one. Uh, I I do not have the same sexiest oh, okay. game of the week. Um, <clears throat> I prepared something a little interesting. Okay. Everybody knows that smart is the new sexy. So I offer you a scholarly reading of a Grammy-winning song 
that reached number one on the charts way back in 1976. Oh, I thought it was going to be a Taylor il- Swift song. To illustrate my sexiest game of the week. All right, let's do it. The lyrics go thusly. <laughs> thusly? I haven't heard that word in a while. <clears throat> gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight. Gonna uh-huh. grab some afternoon delight. <laughs> my motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. Why wait until Ooh. the middle of the cold, dark night? When everything's a little clear in the light of day, uh-huh. And we know the night is always going to be there anyway. Mm. Thinking of yous, working up my appetite, looking forward to a little afternoon delight, rubbing sticks and stones together, makes sparks ignite, and the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Uh, uh, afternoon delight <laughs> freelancers with kids in school who work from home know exactly what i'm talking about getting it on in the middle of the day is where it's at and this week in europe yes. we have a 3 30 kickoff time between the jacksonville jaguars and my beloved atlanta falcons mm. i'm gonna have beef stew rolling in the crock pot slow and low so i don't even have to mess with prepping dinner in the afternoon i'll be on the sofa getting nasty afternoon delight style with the jacksonville jaguars and the atlanta falcons baby let's go nice nice i'm a little uh i'm gonna be just getting to copenhagen we got a show in copenhagen Hmm. uh on sunday so i gotta find a way to watch it like get to the airbnb and figure out a way to watch it right away Hmm. because i get there just before the game starts so that's gonna be fun. Nice. That's mm-hmm. a good one, man. Uh, I feel a little bad because both of us picked our team as the sexiest matchup. I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> <clears throat> well, how do you feel about the uh, Kim Patera upset of the week? Who you got? I'm gonna roll with my prediction that I made and flip them and pick them. I'm gonna stick with Patriots beating the Cowboys. Mm. I think Bill Belichick is gonna get all up in the all up in their heads, and he's gonna be. Fucking picking off Dak Prescott left and right. I am so upset. I gotta have these boys balling. All right. I got uh I feel bad here too because I doubted this team last week in my upset of the week. I was wrong. And I'm gonna do it again, man. I'm coming for you, Eagles fans. I think your team you're gonna have a bad weekend because I think that the uh I think that the Eagles are gonna take an L, man. Interesting. <clears throat> I think the Eagles are going to lose to the Commanders. There was the mm. first team to beat the Eagles last year, and I think it could be the first team to beat the Eagles again this year. Oh, shit, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Or the Eagles will be ready and, like, you're not getting out of Not this time, buddy. <laughs> so we'll see because the Eagles did look good in that second half. Uh, my John Stark's bold prediction. Mm. I'm predicting a big Bounce back performance from my man, former Bulldog, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh I think Matthew Stafford's gonna come out there slinging that thing around, hitting up his new targets, and uh putting up thir- three fifty plus on the Colts. Hmm. That's my bold prediction. I feel like that's the first time you've pulled the my man former bulldog. That that was like, <laughs> yeah. I feel I'm flattered. I appreciate yeah. that. <clears throat> I don't know any Miami quarterbacks. <laughs> it's been a while, but they're getting good now. Yeah, man. Yeah, Van Dyke will be playing on Sundays. He might yeah, be. Oh, he'll be holding. The, he'll be holding a clipboard on Sundays. At least. <laughs> he's fun. I like him. Yeah. Um, bold prediction. I am going with. The Chicago Bears to get their first win of the season versus the Denver Broncos. Whoa! <laughs> both like teams, them. both teams' defenses rank in the bottom five of yards allowed. The Broncos are actually the worst of the two, ranked 32 out of 32 teams, mostly thanks to your Dolphins, of course. Regardless, mm. I'm predicting that Justin Fields will throw for a touchdown and rush for two touchdowns, sending the Broncos into a complete tailspin the week after having 70 points dropped on their heads like an anvil and a week before they faced the Jets, who Sean Payton famously criticized the Jets of seeing Mm. Nathaniel Hackett for a historically terrible coaching job the year before. 
oh my lord, how juicy this narrative will be if this prediction comes true. It sounds like a selfish prediction, man. I'm I am you witch casting. Chaos. I'm I'm yeah. witch casting a little. I am I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> this, this is not <laughs> this is not news to anyone who listens to this podcast. I I, I always root for the most chaotic outcome imaginable. Yes. But it's my, it's like my revenge for being born a Falcons fan, I think. Did you hear Sean Payton came out and was like, this is a must win for us? Did you hear oh, that? Of course he does. Uh, he, yeah. He was like, we can't. We're going to basically look out, Bears. It's like He was just like, if we lose this game, it's kind of like a big, a bad sign type of thing. He was talking serious. <laughs> like he was like playoff implications and shit. Yeah. This is why I want him to lose. Oh, I know. I know there's no love lost between you and uh, <laughs> Sean Payton. Hmm. All right. Uh, that's all of our superlatives, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we got our, uh, yeah. Those of you that want to join us in Eliminator, did you, are you still in or are you out? The Chargers knocked me out in week two. Fucking pricks. <laughs> never. I'm never going to bet on the Chargers again, ever. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Can't trust them. Well, I'm still in it. Just throwing it out there. Nice. I could tell you. Uh, no, I won't say who my pick is. What should I tell you? I think. Guess who I picked? Oh, this one's a risky one too, <coughs> because I've, I got see. my strategy. But I think if if you could well, pick you one pick- team that's definitely going to win. Well, you kind of mentioned it earlier or hinted at the idea of taking the Broncos. Are you taking the Broncos? No, I, that was my tip for people to do that. Uh, okay. I'm not taking the Broncos. He's uh, mm. kind of a wild card, man. Ju- uh, Justin Fields, that'll, that'll ruin my day, man. If I'm <laughs> holding my butt tight. Rams, maybe? Taking the Rams? That's a good one, too, man, but uh, I did not. I chose the Vikings over the Panthers. Oh, that's a – yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So then I'll lose my Vikings. I already used the Saints already. But the Vikings, the that's also that's good. I mean, that shit. You got the Saints out of the way. I got uh, the Saints, Commanders, and Seahawks already. Wow! Like, t- towards the end of the season, I'm gonna be just having only these uh, top teams left that are well that are trying to secure their playoff spots. Very, very well done. Yeah, man. Mm. A little something, something. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna see if the if the Vikings lose, then y'all know that I uh, yeah I'm out of the eliminated challenge. Mm. All right, we'll be back for those of you that are Patreon subscribers and are interested in our uh, our betting journey. We're going to make our Thursday night, tonight's game, we're going to make that bet and uh, talk about that. Stay tuned for that, and then stay tuned for our bets this weekend. Yeah. Thank you all for checking this episode out. Oh, I got to get my music ready. Yeah, boy. Mm-mm. But uh, I'm forgetting, man. I'm so used to being in the studio. Times have changed. (laughs) But thanks to everybody for checking out this episode of SpinFL. It's your boys, Spin Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sarah. With another episode of SpinFL. Y'all take it easy. We'll catch y'all around. Peace. Later, y'all. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.